choices. We all have one, right? At least we like to think so. For things that are out of our control, it's human nature to overthink, overanalyze, obsess, and fixate on the thing that we cannot control. So, the question becomes, am I a conspiracy theorist because I'm fixating on something I can't control? Because the world is unpredictable. And if I could just solve this, the world would just make a little bit more sense. Or, am I fixated on this because it's clearly evident that that woman has no fucking control of her life? I personally believe that people like to just dismiss me and people that are interested in this Britney Spears movement as just conspiracy theorists or people who have too much time on their hands because it's a lot scarier to think what's the reality of this situation when the biggest fucking pop star in the world is being done wrong. It's so fucking evident. It's so fucking explicit. Everyone's fucking in on it. It's the biggest fucking worst kept secret that we are just not privy to. Well, it would mean many things are a lie and we are not safe. No one is safe. If she wasn't safe, who the fuck is? So, dismiss me so you can sleep better at night. But it's pretty obvious to me and probably to you too that that fucking woman has no fucking choice in any fucking decision of her life then, now, and even the way that she is portrayed. People might say I'm being over-exaggerated or over-dramatic, but I think it's actually the truth. Britney Spears will be our modern history's greatest fucking mystery that we will probably never be able to fully solve, fully understand, or fully know the details of. And the worst part was, it's the it's like not like she was an obscure fucking celebrity. She was the biggest fucking celebrity in the 90s and early 2000s. And this Instagram, everyone thinks it's weird. Even people who don't even fucking believe this conspiracy theory are like, um, I don't know about that. Like the book launched, they're like, um, I don't know about that. So how much fucking power and influence can you have in this world to be so fucking blatant and be so fucking bad at your fucking crime? A fuck ton, I believe. People are always telling me, be careful. You're so brave. What's bravery? For me, I don't know if I'm brave. Is it brave if you just don't think? Because when you think, you overanalyze. When you overanalyze, you'll talk yourself out of it and you won't do it. So I purposely dumb myself down so I can just bludgeon ahead. Is being reckless brave? Because what's really brave is somebody who knows the consequences, which I guess I kind of do. Goes on air anyways. But I like literally dissociate. I literally dissociate the shit out of myself and be like, you know, I just don't think about it. Just keep going. But that's probably just the trauma kicking in. Here's the thing that bums me out. Yeah, I'm fairly bright and I'm fairly quick, but I don't think I'm the brightest bulb in the room. There are so many content creators who just stopped talking about Britney Spears. So many people who probably have spent the same amount of hours, time, and dedication as me. I feel like I'm not the first one to crack the code. I'm just the first one to publish it. Which begs the question. Why have so many of you just given up? A lot of them, I probably would assume, found that they had the opportunity to pursue their broader goals. What's one woman? You know what I mean? That's probably what they thought. Yeah, I'll stop talking about her and she will never get justice, but whatever, it's not going to happen anyways. But now I have a bigger platform. Now I have 
bigger leverage. Now I have a farther reach. Now I have the ability to really tackle the hard questions. So to you people, was it worth it? Because personally for me, I feel like saving Briar Ryan. No man left behind. I did a lot of ethical dilemmas. I was in a statistical analysis class. Not a lot of people will agree with my stances. But I have a pretty rigid set of my own personal morals that I'm fairly set in now. So for you people who have the bigger platform, you've really changed my mind. I used to think I would kill that one man on the railroad to spare the other four men because what's one man's life? Those other four people in a cost you know, basis analysis, they have four different families, four different sufferings, at least if they each know one person. Where is that one man? It's just one man. I would have a far bigger impact on the world, saving those four families of misery. But I think the difference between and what you did was you could have had both. Why not both? It wasn't a one lane or the other. You were presented probably with an opportunity. But you still could have gotten to that same fucking point if you didn't. Your analogy would be more likened to there's a railroad. It may or may not crash into these people. And that's a probability. But for sure you can save these four people if you kill this man. Or you can just not do anything and just let fate take its turn. So I guess you chose to save those four people when it wasn't guaranteed. And maybe... Yeah, I think actually that is probably the most apt analogy because you did do good, but how do you sleep at night? This is probably where it's fucked up for me. I'm not sure if those four people are going to be hit by the train. Let's let life delve itself because I'm not God. I don't want to choose who lives and who dies. So you traded one woman's life to help a bunch of other people. You took action to spread action is probably how you see it or you took a life to guarantee lives when you probably didn't have to there are some good people in this movement that i could see that have probably sold out and that's what i think about was it worth it and i know that i'm not a person that's meant to do shit like that because i don't really care if i want to do something i'll try to do it i am not guaranteed that i could ever reach the same broad appeal but I sleep well at night when I do sleep which is not a lot but I think it's hard for me because I understand the appeal so for these people who probably have sold out that made sense but I don't know if I could let that live on me that I purposely sabotage this fucking woman for my own fucking gain maybe I would tell myself oh no I did it for the world's gain but did I? Because maybe it could have independently have happened, like I said. I just wanted to guarantee. And for others, you sold out not for that fucking platform, which is actually a more noble fucking reason to be a fucking plant or to sell out. You sold out for your own fucking gain. Just so that you could have the clout that you fucking keep accusing me of. How do you fucking sleep? And I fucking know the answer is not well. No amount of money, no amount of career, no amount of fucking success to me makes it 
okay to sabotage someone. I know the world's dirty and rotten. But if I can get there on my own way, I'll get there. I don't need to bring someone fucking down to bring myself fucking up. If I never get the fuck up, that's fine. But at least I'll live knowing I didn't bring someone fucking down. The enormity of the situation sometimes gets me down. And I feel discouraged when I think about how... The amount of people that have to fucking know about this is large. I'm pretty sure all of Hollywood knows. It's the biggest open fucking kept secret that we're just not privy to. And the amount of fucking people in the Free Britney movement 1 and 2 that have sold out or changed tunes or gone with group mentality, mob mentality because they wanted to fucking fit in is astronomical to me. When the Free Britney movement I thought was legitimate and not a planted and orchestrated fucking effort. It made me feel good about the world. It made me feel like, holy shit, people actually fucking cared. We did something. That was amazing. There's good in this world and it's real and it's apparent and I'm so overcome with such good feelings about humanity. So, realizing it was orchestrated and figuring out some of the things that I have. It's not like I feel crushed. It's just more like, that's what I fucking thought, I guess. That makes fucking sense. Because traumatized bitches be like that. The world was fucking ugly. And it's just a little bit uglier today. That's what I expected of this world. And you know what people won't admit who are traumatized? Some of them at least. That I don't want to be right. I want someone to surprise me. I want the world to surprise me. I'm aware of what I acutely know, but I hope for something greater. I live and follow the saying, hope for the best, hope for sunlight, but be wary and cautious that it might rain. Like I don't go into the world thinking it's a dark cloud full of rain. So things like that kind of wane at my optimism. I still think people are inherently capable of being good. But there's a lot of fucking evil in this world. And where we're about to go, that Instagram is fucking dark. What we'll talk about soon. It's not going to be light. And it's wrong. Part of me doesn't really even want to talk about it or report it. But if I don't fucking do it, who will? Because if I do it, I guarantee that it will be out. If I don't do it, I leave up the possibility that somebody else will just get bought out. You know what the worst part about this sometimes is? I don't like being right. I don't like being the bad news bearer. I don't like reporting the world's saddest fucking news. Like when people kind of like accuse me of doing this for clout, it's like, you think I like making people feel fucking sad? Jesus. I'm not like anti-fucking Mr. Rogers. Or like when people are like, why don't you just have some optimism? Maybe she's living her best life. Maybe she escaped. I report to you what I find at a heavy fucking cost. Nobody likes reporting unfavorable news. I'm like a surgeon who has to come out and constantly tell people, I'm sorry he passed. It was hard for the fucking surgeon, okay? So I think it's like kind of funny sometimes. I had told somebody in April because somebody said I was afraid you stopped making videos because I went to Coachella, I got super fucking dehydrated and I just like, um, I had to take a week or two off. And they said like, I was afraid that you stopped caring and that you stopped making content. Please don't ever stop. So I made a video follow up saying that I'm, I'm in this for the long haul, okay? If you're in it, I'm in it. That's the type of person I am in a relationship, in life, in goals that I set for myself. 
I'll keep on fucking trucking as long as you want me here. I don't know. I guess I brought that up because sometimes I get comments from people who are like, oh, you're just doing this for the fucking views. Why don't you actually do something about it? What can I do about it? This is what I'm doing about it. I'm spreading awareness. I'm continuing. You think this is fucking easy? You think this is fucking easy every fucking day to keep fucking doing? I started this fucking podcast because I needed something to like fucking let out my thoughts and my feelings and process this shit. Because evidently my therapist wasn't happy that I kept doing it there. Honestly, it's my fucking hour. I should talk about whatever the fuck I want, even if it's not even about my fucking life. For anyone listening, for anyone invested, and for anyone caring, you're a good fucking person. Don't fucking listen to those people who call you conspiracy theorists. Don't fucking listen to those people who tell you that you're obsessing over just some fucking pop star. No, you're a good fucking person that sees the human being in fucking distress and you want to do something about it. You want to keep caring because the moment you stop caring, more people stop caring. More people stop talking. And what happens when that happens? It becomes irrelevant. It's what they want. It's they want this to just fall into the fucking shade. So take your fucking breaks, but don't give up. I know how fucking hard it is to live in the real world and not like live in the delusion that it's so much more comfortable thinking that the world is safe. So I guess the reason for this episode is I see you and I hear you and I feel it because people come up to me all the time and go, oh, sorry, I just took a break. That's fine. This is not fucking easy. I fucking know. As hard as it is for you to digest information, it's hard for me to digest it and then give it to you. Rephrase it. Resummarize it. You may not save Britney Spears, as I said in episode 7. At least we gave a fuck. At least we gave a damn and we, we didn't turn a blind eye because it was more convenient and it was easier. Because if she's still alive somewhere in this world, and she by chance sees some content mine or anyone's that still shows that they care show no that we fucking cared and we send a message to other people people will care about you people will think about you people will not ignore you because again it sends the message of the biggest fucking pop star in the world can't be exploited like this why not you once you have something of value they will take it and that's not a world i want to fucking live in choices that woman has no choice every day with my fucking choice to continue on with this fucking charade and continue on to try to spread awareness and expose this shit. I make a small impact. Every day you listen, every day you continue to not fall into the gaslighting. You made a choice. You make a difference. You do. It's the small choices that we make. They define who we are and they influence the people around us. Even if we're not like saying anything big. And every day people sell out, you make a choice that inflat impacts the world too i know people who fucking hate me listen to this shit so yeah i direct shit at you too because why not both